0: Today on It's Time.
1: The world talks about love, but it's always conditional. I love you if. God says, I love you, period. I hear the calling, it's time. It's time. It's time. Welcome
0: to It's time, the daily Bible teaching program of Mike Kessler, pastor of the River Christian Fellowship in Twin Falls, Idaho. Today, we're going to the book of Exodus, so turn there in your Bible and follow along with Pastor Mike
1: Moses saw that the people were unrestrained. Now again, going back to the dancing around naked. For Aaron had not restrained them to their shame among their enemies. Then Moses stood in the entrance of the camp and said, Whoever is on the Lord's side, let him come to me. And all the sons of Levi gathered themselves together to him. And he said to them, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, let every man put his sword on his side and go in and out from the entrance to entrance throughout the camp and let every man kill his brother, every man his companion, every man his neighbor. In other words, those that were part of this insurrection dancing around the golden calf, you execute them. And the sons of Levi did according to the word of the Lord. About 3,000 men of people fell that day. Then Moses said, consecrate, which means set yourself apart yourselves today to the Lord that he may bestow on you a blessing this day for every man has opposed his son and his brother. It is interesting when all of this is going on, there were friends and relatives and people that they knew, but they realized the offense to God of making a golden calf was so bad that it didn't matter. And God says, I will bless you in spite of what you just had to do. And it came to pass on the next day, Moses said to the people, you have sinned a great sin. So now I will go up before the Lord. Perhaps I can make atonement for your sin. This is interesting to me concerning Moses. Moses having a real love for the people that really didn't deserve it, but he loved them anyway. And in fact, we remember as you go back to the first part of this chapter, God says, let me just wipe them out, Moses, and I'll start all over with you. And Moses goes, God, uh, the PR on this would be ter-. This is my paraphrase. The PR on this would be terrible that you saved them all out of the land of Egypt and then you destroyed them all in the, in the wilderness. We find that Moses continued to intercede for people, and here it is, friends, that didn't deserve it. I look at this very similar to the Apostle Paul in the New Testament, where we remember Agabus. The prophet, he was a prophet. In those days, he predicted a famine that would come upon uh, the land. And so it helped those believers in Christ make it through. When Paul goes and Agabus shows up, he takes Paul's girdle or his outer garment and he wraps it around his hands. And he says, so is the man when he goes to Jerusalem that you'll be bound. And Paul says, I don't care if I'm going to be bound I want to share Jesus with my Jewish brethren. Did they deserve it? No. They were the conspirators that many of them are the ones that killed Jesus. But yet Paul had a supernatural divine love for unlovable people to share the gospel with them. I've shared this many times before, but if you look a cursory overview of the gospels, You'll see where it says, And Jesus, seeing the multitudes, had compassion on them. He loved them in spite of their lost, deplorable condition. Now listen, these guys just got done dancing around a golden calf. They just lost 3,000 men. And Moses still intercedes for them. Friends, this is what love is. You know, we have such a very poor understanding of love in our culture today. We use the word in songs. Tomorrow is Valentine's Day and I love you and little hearts. You know, and now with your phones, you can little add all the little hearts you want. It comes up, you go boom, 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 boom. And you can have a whole page of little red hearts. But we have a bad concept of it because our word love has been defined by our society. I use this illustration. I know for many of you, you're sick of hearing me do it, but for you new people, I'm doing it for you. The Beatles said, All you need is love. All you need is love. Bum, 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 bum. My album will be on sale. All you need is love. They broke up and sued each other. Is that the kind of love you want? But that is integrated into our society that love doesn't really mean anything. Remember the song, if you can't be with the one you love, love the one you're with. Remember that? How'd that work out for you? For all of you that are paying child support. The world is a liar and the things thereof in it. The Bible says that Satan is the father of all lies and he's the God of this world. What else do you expect to see? I have to really look at everything that I hear, everything that I believe to be from the word of God. I have to have the anvil, the word of God, that wears out many hammers. Now, the reason I say that is because the world talks about love But it's always conditional. I love you if. God says, I love you, period. And I love you in spite of where you're at in the world. See, we're not used to that. Because we're used to having to perform to be recognized or to be loved or to be accepted. God just says, I love you, period. And because of that, I believe that as we receive from God, we can give. If you've got a million dollars, you can give money away. If you don't have five cents, you can't give anything hardly away. So the point is this. I believe that Moses recognized God's goodness in his life. Now remember, Moses knew God, but he didn't always walk with God. Remember when he saw the Egyptian beating up on a fellow Hebrew when he was really in line to probably inherit Egypt. And we remember that he saw this Egyptian beating up on a fellow Hebrew and he went out and he killed the Egyptian, buried him in the sand. We remember Moses, again, throwing down the Ten Commandments, breaking them. We see Moses is not a perfect man, but the one thing that you always find is he always has this enduring love for his kinsmen. You see, we have a kinsman in the world right now. It's called the world, and they're lost. Do you know why people do the stupid stuff they do? The Bible says they're in darkness. Have you ever noticed that about your own life? You go, why am I doing this? And we've said, I would never do that. And then we find ourselves doing the very thing that we said we'd never do. Do you know who else said that? The Apostle Paul. The things I want to do are the things I don't do. And the things I don't want to do are the things I do. Oh, wretched man that I am, who will save me from this death? And you think about that. And you go, wow, (laughs) how, how did I get here? We don't realize, I believe, how powerful the darkness of this world really is. And I don't care whether you go into the political realm. I don't care if you go into the relationship part of of this world or whatever. The darkness that is in the world today is so dark. Now, the Bible says that God, Jesus is light. And in him, there is no darkness at all. Why does it say that? Because God's light reveals. If you turn all the lights out in this building, and you're here in the middle of the night, which I've done. And I think, well, I'm just going to come down and get my Bible that I left on the stage. And you try to walk from those doors down here. I'm telling you, you can find things with your feet and your knees. You never knew were you Because it's in the dark. You don't see it. When the light comes on, it reveals where things at. It reveals what truth is. In the dark, anything's believable. Any path seems to be good, even though there's obstacles in the way. It doesn't matter because if I don't see it, it won't bother me. Really? Well, that's what happens. And so Moses intercedes for his people. First, they don't deserve it. Number two, he was angry with them, but not angry to the point of abandoning them. The Bible says to be angry and sin not. We can be mad at the world. You can be mad at certain issues and people and politicians and whatever, but we never want to forget they are not beyond the salvation of Jesus Christ. And our our job is not to say, well, I'm just not going to talk about it. No, we can expose what they do. But at the same time, we want to pray for them that they come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. So he says, I will go and make atonement for your sins. Then Moses returned to the Lord and said, Oh, these people have sinned a great sin, and they have made for themselves a God of gold. Yet now, if you will forgive their sin... But if not, blot me out of your book, which you have written. And the Lord said to Moses, whoever has sinned against me, I will blot him out of my book. Interesting. He goes to God and he says, forgive their sin. This is what an intercessor does. Remember Jesus nailing the... Uh, nails in his hands. He said, Father, what? Forgive them. They know not what they do. Moses is doing the same thing. You'll find that in God, there is the forgiveness. So why is that? What you've received from God, you can give. If you've been forgiven, you can forgive. If you recognize how much God has saved you from as in the the condition of Moses killing the Egyptian guard and burying him in the sand. And Moses, knowing God forgave him for that. Moses then realizes that people need an intercessor. And God, you didn't kill me when I did something wrong. Please don't kill them. And if you're going to kill them, blot my name out of the book of life as well. And God says, Moses, you're weird. I'm not going to blot your name out of the book of life. That was a stupid request. But I will blot those out who are in rebellion to me. Do you see that, the difference? Moses is willing to put his lot in with the people who sin, and God says, that's foolish, Moses. I'm not going to blot your name out, but I will blot out those who are in rebellion to me. Now, therefore, go lead the people to the place which I have spoken to you behold my angel notice the capital a there which would probably indicate a theophany or a picture type of jesus my angel shall go before you nevertheless in the day that i visit punishment i will visit punishment upon them for their sin by the way no sin goes unpunished now you can either let God and Jesus Christ take away your punishment, or you can stay in an unrepented state and you will pay the price for your sin. It's a choice. I, a person that's got, you know, IQ two points higher than a dirt clod would say, I let somebody else take my punishment. You say, well, why don't people do that? I'm glad you asked, because they're in darkness. Darkness blinds people to reality. Now, remember, darkness is caused by pride. In fact, the Bible says pride is the ingredient in every sin, is pride. Now, what does that do? Think about it for a minute. You can talk to a person on their deathbed. You need Jesus? No, I don't need Jesus. I'm going to get up out of this bed and I'm going to go do whatever. Well, I'm you know you know I don't need to accept the Lord. I'll I'll wait till I'm 85 years old and I've got I've got tubes in my arms and and I look like this big eddy factory and, and and then I'll accept the Lord. You don't have any guarantee of that. Look at the obituary column in the newspaper. Not everybody dies when they're 95 years old. Some people die of car wrecks when they're 20. Tomorrow's not promised to anybody. So when a person's in darkness, they don't realize how fragile life is. Listen, friends, pride, darkness, is a very deceiving thing. It makes a person think they're invincible, they're never going to die. It makes a person think they're bigger than they really are, i.e. enter Isaiah chapter 14, where Satan says, I will ascend and be as the most high God. You're a created being, Lucifer, and you're going to go up, that's like a pinto going up against the Ford Motor Company. You're a created being. You're not greater than the thing that created you. But pride does that. People have asked this question, and I think it's a very uh, worthy question. If Satan's going to lose in the end, which if you read Revelation, we see that he does. In fact, the Bible clearly tells us what's going to go on. And that he's going to end up in the lake of fire, which burns forever, as well as all those who reject Jesus Christ after the great white throne judgment. If Satan knows he's going to lose in the end, why doesn't he just cry uncle and just say, okay, sorry. You know why? Pride blinds people, things, angelic forces to reality. I really believe in the end, Satan today still believes he's going to win against God. I believe that's what the whole holocaust thing was over which we just they just had the um dark anniversary of that last week and 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 you look at that and and to kill all the Jews off thereby nullifying that through you Abraham all the nations of the world would be blessed it would ruin the book of revelation and so just kill all the Jews This is what Hitler's ideal was. Crazy. Darkness. Pride. And so we got to remember that anything that exalts itself against the Lord um, really brings about more darkness. You know, the Bible says when we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. Not acquaintances one with another, but fellowship. Because we walk in the light. Notice the last verse, verse 30, uh, 35. He says, So the Lord plagued the people because of what they did with the calf with w- which Aaron made. They didn't get away with it. And you know, people today aren't going to get away with it either. That's why you need to have Jesus. Jesus. Because if you don't have Christ in your life, you will stand before God in your sin. And you will also bear the consequences of sin in your life, in this life. You know, the Bible talks about God's grace and God's mercy that is extended to believers. Friends, we need God's mercy. There is none righteous, no, not one. That's why we need that. And if it wasn't for the mercy of God in our lives, even as Christians, we would all be fried. That's why God's good. But the world doesn't have that. They bear the marks of their sins in their life, in the lines in their face. You can look at a person's face and you can get a pretty good idea of what kind of life they live by the way that that hurt has cut lines in their face. You know that look, that hard look that you see sometimes in people? That's what God wants to fix. You got a God that heals, a God that loves, a God that restores. And the Bible says that God doesn't take Joy in punishing people. But sometimes it's the only way people will understand you're on the wrong road. I don't think any parent here likes to spank their kids. But you know, if you don't, the police are not going to spank your children with that love that you have towards your child. They'll just beat them, or the thug, or somebody else. You see, this is what God wants to do in our lives, is to give us a Savior. And that Savior was Jesus, who came and took your and my punishment. This morning, if you're not a Christian, I want to invite you to consider Christ. Have you walked in the darkness enough that you're sick of it? See, this is what repentance is. Have you stumbled over enough stuff in life to realize, boy, that was a dumb thing to do? And God says it's time to walk in the light as he is in the light. This morning, if you're not a Christian and you say, I'm tired of living the way I've lived, or, Lord, I've walked away from you and I thought I could do it better on my own. I'm sorry. God stands there with his arms wide open saying, come home. Just like the prodigal son. The Bible says the father saw his son a long way off. After he'd eaten with the pigs, after he lost everything that he had, the Bible said his father saw him a long way off. You know what that tells me? His dad was looking for him. And he ran to meet him. And he put a robe on him and a ring on his finger and put shoes on his feet and welcomed him home. That's what God wants to do to you today. If you're tired of the world. Got some good news. There's a heaven that Jesus has went to prepare for us. I want to see you all there. This morning if you're wanting to say okay, I've had enough, I want you to pray this and mean it from your heart. Just repeat what I say and mean it and God will do what you ask. He'll take away the punishment. We all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. There's none righteous. No, not one. But God extends his mercy to us. I want God's mercy on you today. And then I want God's grace on you. Do you know the difference between mercy and grace? Mercy is not getting what you deserve. You don't go to a judge for speeding and say, give me what's coming to me, judge. <laughs> nope, nope, you don't want to do that. You want to say, mercy, judge, I'm sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll slow down. I won't go 100 miles an hour in the school zone anymore. That's mercy. Grace is God giving to you what you don't deserve. His goodness is poured upon you. You say, but God, I'm not good enough. I don't deserve it. And God says, I know, but I just want to love on you. That's what God does. If you need to get right with God, let's pray right now. Father, I come to you in Jesus' name. And I invite you into my life today. I repent of the foolish way that I have lived. Take away the darkness. And Father, let me walk in your light. I believe Jesus died on the cross for me. His blood took away my sins. And he rose from the dead to give me life every day. So now fill me with your Holy Spirit. Empower me to love you more and to love people around me, God. And thank you for writing my name in your book of life. And so now I commit my life into your hands.
0: In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us on It's Time as Pastor Mike teaches verse-by-verse through the Bible. If you've missed a program or would like to catch up, you can do so by getting it from the It's Time podcast in the iTunes Store or by downloading it from the It's Time website at theriverchristianfellowship.com. On behalf of Pastor Mike and the rest of us here at the River Christian Fellowship, thanks for listening and tune in next time for It's Time.